Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We are beginning tonight's shear in Simon Yutes, Zman Birchas Tzitzis. And we hope to do tonight Simon Yutes and Simon Chof. The Machaber says in Sif Aleph, Tzitzis Chovas Gavrehu Velo Chovas Mono. Tzitzis is a chiv on the person and not on the object. And we discussed that previously, that the chiv is only when the person wears the garment that has four corners, and not if the four-corner garment is in his closet, which the Mechaber says right now, So long that the person does not put on the garment that has four corners, it is putter from having tzitzis on the garment. And therefore, one does not make a bracha upon the making of the tzitzis, the putting the strings through the garment. Because the mitzvah is only on the wearing of the garment. It is not a chiyav on the mona. So long that you're not wearing it, it's patimititis. Even though the Pasuk says that you should put tzitzis on the corners of your garment, which you could understand as being even when they're not on you, but in any case, from the fact that another Pasuk says, Tzitzis you should make. For you on the four corners of your garment that you are covering yourself with. Mashma dafka kishem miskaseba. It's mashma the mitzvah dafka when you are covered with the garment. That's when the chi of tzitzis begins. So therefore you do not make a bracha on the asiyas tzitzis of katan gimel. Rotzalomar be'es hatolosan ba'beged. You don't make the bracha when you put the strings in the garment. El achakakishem misatev bo mevarech lisatev. Rather afterwards when you wrap yourself in the talis you make the bracha of lisatev. And if the tzitzis got ripped after you were wearing it, and it's possible, you need to take off the garment and make new tzitzis. Make a new brach when you put it back on. Even if you take it off, fix it quickly and put it right back on, you still need a new bracha because the tzitzis became possible and you changed them. You only make the bracha bilavishaso. Vehu adin the mezuzah. We find a similar din when it comes to mezuzah. The kaimalon chovas hadarhi. We say that a mezuzah is a chiyuv on the person who is dwelling in the house, and therefore ain lavarich al hamezuzah rakeshu nichnas lader babayas take it you should not make a bracha when you put up a mezuzah before you move in. You should only make a bracha on the mezuzah when you go into the house immediately and right away to live there. That way, the mezuzah is similar to the atifa of the, of the talus. The same way that you make the bracha when you're wearing the talus, not when you're putting it on. So too you make the bracha when you're going into the house to live there. Or if you already live in the house and you didn't put a mezuzah up yet, then you could put a mezuzah while you are living there and make the bracha then. That's true. Even you're, you're planning to live in the house several months after, let's say you're a summer house. You buy it in the middle of the in the middle of the winter. You know, you send you fill it up with uh, whatever furniture you need. And, and so you're asking an excellent question about Hilchas Mezuzah, which I'm not holding in. But there is a note over here that I, I wasn't going to read it, but I, I will read it. Because to me, it's not so clear that where where he gets it from. But if we look at note number three, he look, he writes the Imadayin lo garba bias. If you do not yet live in a house, elorak hichnesham es chafetzov, chafotzov. He just put inside the house his items. Rechaim Kinevsky says she yochel levarech al hamazuzah. You could make a bracha then already on the mezuzah. You know, you didn't move in; you just moved your stuff in. 
And he marks that the, the source of this din is from this Mishabura. Now, it's not clear from this Mishabura that that's what he's saying. He's getting that word. It says a little note number three in the Dirshim Mishabura. It says, I don't know where Rechaim Kivyeski sees from that line that when you only put the stuff and it sounds from the Mishabura that when you go Nichnas Lodur Babayis when you go in to live in the house it doesn't sound like you're just bringing your stuff in so that's why I, I was going to skip that note because I don't hear it so clearly if that's his source I don't know but Rechaim Kivyeski is saying from what they're quoting that when you move your stuff into the house you could already put up the mezuzah but the point is now, just like by the t- talus, you don't make the bracha when you put the tzitzis in the talus. You don't make the bracha when you put the mezuzah on the house. Only when you are wearing the talus or when you are living in the house. Or, as he says, moving the, the stuff into the house, that would also be considered a little bit of living in the house. That's when you would make the bracha on the mezuzah. So, the, so that's More than that, we'll have to wait till we get to Hilchas mezuzah. But, uh, so if you buy the house and you don't even move the, the stuff for a few months, you don't put the mezuzah. It sounds like you wouldn't make a bracha on the mezuzah at that, at that point. Correct. It's too early. That's what it, that's what it seems to be saying. Says the Mechaber Vaiter in Sif Beis, also talus letzorech tachrichin, a person made a talus for uh, burial shrouds. Afal pisha lovsholuf amen b'chayev pater. You know this person, I guess, is... Uh, Trying to remind himself of the Yom Hamisa, so he prepared a tachrichin, what he's going to be buried in. It's a four-cornered garment, and he wears it sometime while he, while he's still alive, even though it's four corners. It's potter from tzitzis. Says the Mishabura, Sifkotan Hey, Hachrona Maski the Dafkaladas Harosh. This halacha of the Machaber is specifically going with the Rosh that we had yesterday. The potter la'el b'simin yurches ksus hamiyuchol la'layla filu bayom. The Rosh, remember, held that it goes by. The type of garment, a day garment is chayev even at night, a nighttime garment is putter even during the day. So this is one with the Rush who says, Exusat miyucha la laila is putter afilu mayom, the hanami luxus laila dummy, and these tachrichim are like exus laila. Why? Share a maze putter mi mitzvos, because a maze is putter from mitzvos. So just like when you're wearing a garment at night and you're putter, so that garment is putter even during the day, so things that a person is going to be buried in, which is going to be putter then also, that's considered like a ksus lailo, ksus misa, so then he'd be putter when he puts it on while he is alive as well. That's all very nice, for the rush. Avaladasa rambam, the mechayev ksus lailo bayom, according to the rambam that we saw last night, that it doesn't go by the type of garment, it goes by where you're holding right now. If you're wearing a nighttime garment during the day, you're chayev. So according to the rambam, gambazachayev, if you're wearing a purse, a, a, a mace clothing when you're alive, so you'll be chayev, just like when you're wearing a nighttime garment during the day, you're chayev, because now it's day. So now you're alive, it's day, you should be chayev. Therefore, since we try to fulfill both the, the Rush and the Rambam, and we go L'chumr in terms of wearing it, and L'kula in terms of the Bracha, so in this case, we are only satisfying the Rambam's Chiyav and not the Rush, so one would put Sittas on, but he would not make a Bracha on it. Next point in the Mishabura, Mokrei HaBigodim Shalovshim Umechavnim Laharos Lahakonim Midasan. Someone who is selling clothing and he puts on the clothing just to show people the size of the garments. So he's putting on a four-corner garment, not for wearing purposes, just to show the size, to show that it's a good size. Peturin. That person is putter from Tzitzis. But if he's wearing the garment to putter himself from the tax on the garment, because for whatever reason the clothing they were wearing was exempt from the tax. 
Efshir the Chayev Betzitzis Kamogabi Kalayim. It could be in that case, you would be Chayev and Tzitzis, uh, like we say by Kalayim. We'll see in the notes an explanation of that. Look at note number five in Adir Shumash Why is it that if you're putting on the clothing to show the size, you're exempt from Tzitzis? And then we'll see, but if you're putting on the clothing to get exempt from the tax, however that works, so then you're going to be possibly Chayev. So it says note number five, Ubatama Dover, while you're putter, when you're wearing it just to show people the size, the Allah is like Rabbi Shimon that a Dover Shein Muskavin is Mutter. The Avkan ain't Miskavnim Hamochrim Levisha Klal. The ones who are putting out to show the size, they have no Kavana for a Levisha for themselves, they're just showing the size, and therefore it's not going to be Chayiv. Vahalovesh Talus, Kedei Lalamid Acherim Seder Itaf Ulevisha Sitsis. One who is putting on a Talus in order to teach others how to do it. So the cost of audio safe chai sha'af im ein ba adayim tzitzios muter lelo shokidei lamigba. Even a four quarter garment that doesn't have strings on it, you could put on to teach someone else. The miyesh ba tzitzios, and if it has strings on it, osru levarich alavisha zu. Teaching someone how to do it, putting it on their sides, that's not considered a levisha. Therefore, you're not chayim in tzitzis, and if you had tzitzis on it, you can't make a bracha. That's not considered a levisha. As opposed to if you're putting it on to exempt yourself from a tax, look at note number six. There the Mishabura says, it's Efshir that you are Chayiv in Tzitzis. The reason why it would be us to wear without Tzitzis, says the Masada Shekel, B'Shem HaShach, Shekevan She'ein Tzorach L'Shalem Meches Me'abgodem Shalobosh Bohem. Since you are not Chayiv to pay a tax on the clothing that you are wearing, Imkein Mechavim Levisha. Your, your Kavona is to wear it, because that's when you're exempt from the tax, so you would have to want to wear it. Therefore, you're chayev, even if the intention is not to keep yourself warm, but the intention is for levisha, because you are putter from taxes on the clothing that you're wearing. So your kavanah is to wear it, therefore there's more of a reason to be mechayev you. As opposed to the other case, you had no intention to wear it, you were just doing whatever you could do to show them the size, and it happened to be by putting it on, but that's not considered a levisha, and therefore you are putter. That is the end of Simon Yotes, and now we are beginning Simon Chaf. Dine lekichas umechiras talus. These are two very interesting halachos about buying and selling a talus from or to a goy. Says the mechaber and sif aleph. Halokeya talus mitzuyeses mi Yisrael. A person who buys a talus mitzuyeses is a four-cornered garment that has the tzitzis on already. He buys a ready-made talus from a Jew. Omi tagar eno yehudi or from a goyish merchant. The Ramah adds on, V'yomer shilakachon mi Yisrael ne'mon. The Ramah says, And the non-Jewish merchant told you that he bought it from a trustworthy Jew. Kosher. That garment is kosher. So you bought it from a Stam Jew. It's kosher. You bought it from a Goyesha merchant who told you he got it from a Jew that's trustworthy. It's kosher. Why? The cave on the Tagaru, since he's a merchant, Chazaka shilakachon mi Yisrael. There's a Chazaka that he's saying the truth that he got it from a Jew. The low moranashay. He doesn't want to make things bad for himself. In other words, if he's, it's a little bit like Rav Moshe Satter by Chol of Yisrael, right? If this guy's a merchant, he sells the Jews a lot of things, and he's going to tell them he got it from a Jew, they find out he didn't, they're going to stop buying from him. So therefore, we assume he's telling us the truth, he doesn't want to make things bad for himself, and therefore he is believed to tell us that he got it from a Jew. But if you buy a pair of tzitzis or a talus from a guy that's not a merchant, psula, that's not good. You can't assume that it's good. So buying it from a regular guy, it's not good. Only from a goyish merchant, we'll see details about that in the Mishabura, then you could assume it is kosher. Says the Mishabura, Sivkotan Aleph. 
If you buy from Yisrael, it's okay. Even if you do not recognize this Jew to be a kosher or a trustworthy person, we still assume the average Jew is becheskas kosher. And we assume he spun and intertwined and hung the tzitzis all the shema. We assume the Jew who saw the tzitzis did everything the shema and it's fine. In unless for some reason we suspect him that we realize that he pulls, plays games in other areas, then we would suspect him for, for games over here. But assuming he's a, in general, we don't know of any issues with this person, we can assume that it's kosher and it's fine. Why can't you use the same logic with, let's say, uh, something else? Let's say meat. He's a merchant. You, you, you can. So we'll, we'll discuss that later. You can. You can. <laughs> by, by, we'll discuss that later. Let's, just, let's stick to tzitzis for now. Says, the, says note number one, a very important note. I'll talk about it later. Note number one, first of all, at the end of the note, he brings to the Chazanish, who's a little more machmir than the Mishabura. The Mishabura said, if you're buying it from a Jew, you don't know him, you never met him before. You could trust that he did everything with Shema. Kasava Chazanish, in the last line, Tzitzis cannot be purchased except from someone that you believe that he, that he, that he did the Tavil Lishma. So you see, it's not just some an average Jew, you assume he did everything okay. The Chazanish says that you have to know that he, that he did a Lishma, he has to be Neman, that he does a Lishma. Now there's another part of the note, but I'm going to skip it because I think that we're going to be pressed for time tonight because I want to finish this, this simon. Let's finish up this Mishabura. Uh, Yehudi. We said it's also trustworthy to buy it from a non-Jewish merchant. Even if he doesn't have a chazaka of buying talisos, he sells other things. He sells chairs. And, and everyone in the Jewish community is buying their chairs from this merchant. He still believed to, 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 to buy from him titsis. Why? If he finds out that he's, that he's bluffing, one thing, we're not going to leave him for anything else. So it doesn't have to be that he's a seller in general of tzitzis. It could be he's a seller of something else to the Jewish community. And he tells you he got this tzitzis from the right place. So he is Neman because if we find out that he's lying, he's going to lose a lot of business from the Jews. And therefore, he is Neman even if his business is in another area besides tzitzis. Now, the Ramah said that he says he bought it from a Yisrael Neman. So look at the Mishaburah Sivkat on Gimel. Ayin belavush the muchach minei she'ein tzarech hatagar lomar she'kona mineman. The lavush says that he does not need to say that he bought it from a trustworthy Jew. Da'afilu mistam Yisrael. Even if he bought it from a stam Jew, kosher kemobi Yisrael she'kona Yisrael. If he just bought it from a Jew, that's good enough. Just like if you went and bought it from a Jew, he said it would be okay. So if he bought it from a Jew, it's also okay. V'chein mashem mishar achronim. That's why it's mashem from other achronim. He doesn't have to give you the nemonos uh, of the Jew that he bought it from. As long as he bought it from a Jew, that's okay. V'efshir degam haramos sover kein. And it could be the Ramah also agrees with this. So what's the word Nemon? Because it sounds from the Ramah, V'omer shilakachon mi Yisrael Nemon. He says he bought it from a trustworthy Jew, but now we're saying he could say he bought it from any Jew. So what is the word Nemon there? Koi alhatagar shu Nemon bediburo. It's read like this, V'omer shilakachon mi Yisrael Nemon. Then the Gayesha merchant is believed. The difficulty with that a little bit is in the reading of the Mechaber, because the Mechaber said that if you buy from a Tagar any Yehudi, it's kosher. So what does Ramu have to say? He's Neman. If it's kosher, obviously he's Neman. 
The Ramah could have just added on, Va'omer Shalakacham Yisrael, it's kosher. So why does it, why does the Ramah add on the word Neman also? That's why in the Havamina, the Mishabura thought that Neman was saying, he, he said that he bought it from a trustworthy Jew. But now we say no, because you could buy it from any Jew. So saying that he says he bought it from a Jew, he is, he is Neman, he's trustworthy, and it's kosher. So what are you adding up by the word Neman? If it's kosher, obviously it's trustworthy. So the Mishabura says, Vahosev HaRamah Zeh. The Ramah adds this Lahoros Lono to teach us, Hasvara de davka al diburo samchinan umaminim lo. The Ramah is saying, we davka believe him when he tells us he bought it from a Jew. The lo mora nafshe lo mashakir. He's not going to hurt himself by saying a, a, a lie. Masha'en kein bestama lo mora nafshe al yedezeh. In other words, the Mishabru is saying that what the Ramah is coming to tell us is that just buying it down from a goy, the goy didn't open up his mouth, so you don't have tainas on him. You're going to say, oh, you, you tricked us. I didn't trick you. I didn't say anything to you. You bought it. So therefore, the Ramah says, it's Dafka, he says that he bought it from Israel, then he's believed. Because then we say he's not going to mess it up. Because he's saying to you, I bought it from a Jew. If now we disprove him and, and we see he lied, so then we're going to stop using it for all our business. So therefore, the Ramah is saying a limitation. It's not that we believe it from any Goyesha merchant. It's only if the Goyesha merchant said, I bought it from Israel. So then it's going to be that we believe him, because otherwise we believe he's afraid that if he's found to be a liar, he's going to lose business from the Jews. But if, if you just buy from him without him opening his mouth... The Ramah says over there, he wouldn't be trustworthy because you don't really have any tightness to come back with him. He didn't, he's going to say, I didn't say anything, you just bought it. Zotim Mishaburavaitis of Kadandala, the low Moranafsha, he doesn't want to ruin things for himself. I am the Moganavram, Shekosov, Dafka, Gabetalas, Bitsitsiosel, Samchinan, Al Svarazu. Dafka, if you're buying a ready made talus with the titsis on, then we rely on this Svara that he doesn't want to ruin it for himself. Umaminum, we trust him. Mishum de'ain derech nachri litlos titsis bevigdo. Because we don't assume that it's the normal way for a guy to be hanging titsis into, into his garment. Avaliknos titsis asr af mitagar. But to buy strings for the titsis, that's going to be asr even from a merchant. Why? Because there we don't believe. He's telling you some strings to put in your titsis. We don't believe that the tviya and the shaziru is done lishma. If you're buying the whole ready-made garment, so he's not going to go through the effort of putting the strings in. He doesn't do that. So there we assume he got it from a Jew who did everything for you. But over here we're just buying the strings from him. There you would not have this chazak. Some are buying the strings as well. So these Achonim say, they all agree that if his business as a merchant is to buy tzitzis from a Jew and to sell it, then it is mutter to buy it from the merchant, if that's his business. But just some guy who's selling the, the strings, so that would be, that would be a bigger problem. Although we said a, a stam guy is a problem even with the beggar, as we see Mishabura Hay, we said if you if he's not a merchant, so then he's puzzle. Shemahu baatsmo otzahat If a stam guy on the street is selling you a, a pair of tzitzis, so that is puzzle, because we are concerned that maybe he made the tzitzis in the garment, and then it's no good. The kosher came the usur liknos in menu tzitzis. Not only can you not buy the ready made pair of tzitzis, but you can't buy the strings. You certainly can't buy the strings themselves. Because maybe they weren't spun And if so, it's obvious Right, since there are really two problems here You can't buy a ready-made garment from the guy And you certainly can't buy the strings from the guy So if you bought the ready-made garment It wouldn't be enough to take off the strings and put it back on Because the concern is that the strings also may not have been spun It's not only a problem in the hanging of the strings You can take care of that by redoing it yourself But you don't know if the strings themselves were ever kosher, and therefore that would be usher. 
Continues the Mishabura and says, Matzah Talas Mitsuyetas Bashuk. If you find a pair of tzitzis, a ready, finished, made pair of tzitzis in the, in the street, it's kosher. Again, we assume it's from a Jew. You cannot send strings of tzitzis, even if they're cut and they're intertwined, everything is good, you can't send it in the hands of a guy to deliver it to your friend. Unless it has two signs. Like when you want to send meat through, through a guy, you can't send meat with a guy, you're afraid the guy's going to switch with other meats. It has to be, it has to have two simanim. Like a caterer does, if they send the stuff out with, uh, with the guy, you should driver, so they have two simanim on to make sure that's kosher. So here also with tzitzis, if you have tzitzis that you're sending from one Jew to another Jew through, through a guy, and they, they were properly, um, spun and intertwined, you have to have simanim on it to make sure he's not going to switch the tzitzis like we were concerned he would switch the meat. That is in terms of halacha aleph, where a Jew is buying tzitzis from a guy. So again, to buy it from a stam guy, we said it's absolutely usr. To buy it from a guy who's a merchant, and the Ramah adds on, he told you that he bought it from a Jew, then it's okay. It sounds from the Mechaber that even if he doesn't say it's from a Jew, you just assume he got it from a Jew, it would be okay. There's a chazaki, he got it from a Jew. Now in halacha base, we're going to discuss when you are selling tzitzis to a guy. The opposite. Here we're discussing, we're discussing until now buying it from a guy. Now what about selling it to a guy? So in Sif Beis, the Mechaber says, Ein mochrin talas This is a very interesting halacha. You can't sell a ready-made talas to a guy. Shema yislave im Yisrael baderach Because maybe he will disguise himself as a Yid and travel with another Yid and he will kill the Yid along the way. So maybe he wants to buy the talus as a scam to try to kill someone. Therefore, it is usher to sell a ready-made tzitzis to a guy. And even to give it to him as a mashkon or to give it to him for a little while is also going to be usher for the same reason. Unless it's for a very short amount of time, that not enough time to be concerned about this concern, then it will be okay. But to sell a ready-made talus to a guy is usher. For that concern, the Mechaber brought down. The Mishabru is going to say another reason. Let's see the Mishabru is of Koton Vav. You can't tell Ove Kochavim, Afivu Imhu Tagar. Even if the guy is a merchant, you can't tell it to him. Why? Because even the merchant, the guy who's a merchant, he's also Choshed on, on murder and Gilarayas. We'll see why he's saying Gilarayas in a minute. The Hodam, meaning the Elbisaf Aleph, but now wait a second. You can't, we just said in Saf Aleph that a Jew could buy from a Gaisha merchant, because we assume the Jewish, the Gaisha merchant got it from the Jew. But now we said a Jew can't sell it to the Gaisha merchant. So how can we say in Saf Aleph you could buy it from a Gaisha merchant, because we assume he got it from the Jew, when the Jew wasn't allowed to sell it to the Gaisha merchant in the first place? Says the Mishabura, the Hodam, meaning the Elbisaf Aleph, Chazaka Shalakacham Yisrael, that if a Gaisha merchant is selling it, we have a Chazaka that he got it from a Jew, we're assuming that the Jew did an Easter in selling it to him. In other words, in Halach Aleph, we said you could buy it from a Gaisha merchant because we assume he got it from a Jew, the Easter. That was a Jew wasn't allowed to sell it to him, but we just assumed the Gaisha merchant got it from a Jew who sold it to him, the Easter. So the Jew, we assume, sold it to the Gaisha merchant, the Easter. So in Eilat, it's mutter for you to go and buy it from the Gaisha merchant. How does the Jew? That's a good question. You're saying if we're if we're saying the guy got it from a Jew who did an iser. Well, I, I would say the answer. I have an answer for you. Uh, his question is an excellent question. Ali was asking. He's saying that if the guy 
it, we're saying the guy merchant selling it to you because we assume that he got it from a Jew who sold him the Isser. So we're assuming that there was an Isser done. So how do we have a Chazaka that it came from a Jew and everything was done properly in the Titsis? Maybe the same way he's Chashur on selling to a guy Titsis which he wasn't allowed to sell. Maybe he also didn't do the, the Tvilishma. So, so the, I think the answer is that we saw earlier that a, even a person who doesn't wear tzitzis is believed to say he did the tefillah lishma as long as he's not a mumer l'teyavon. As long as he's only a mumer l'teyavon, not a mumer l'hachas. So here, why is he sending it to the guy to make a buck? So he's a, he's a mumer, he's a mumer l'teyavon. He's, he's making a few dollars on it. He's not choshed to, to then sell tzitzis that will eventually get to a Jew that are not, uh, that are not, uh, have the tefillah lishma. What? Tenant's house. They had a talus. Really? Tenant. She wanted to show me. She has a talus. She brings it. Prayer shawl. She brings it to oh, uh, look, at the, look at the next one. 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 Look at the other concern of selling a guy a talus is a concern of zona. That a guy might go take this talus and give it uh, in exchange for the services of a zona. And then the, the zona is going to go and say, look what a Jew gave me. And she's going to cause uh, rumors about, about the Jews. According to that, it's certainly usher to sell it to a non-Jewish woman. Because again, she could start these, these rumors as well. Very important. The concern of the Mechab that maybe they'll kill you, that's not a concern nowadays. Because today, nowadays, Goy and Baruch Hashem are not chashed on killing Yidin, and therefore, that would not be a concern. One would be allowed to sell the talus to a Goy, Mitzad that reason. But for the other reason of a zona, there is a concern. I want to finish up, I want to see a Berlacha also. So no more questions for now. So he said, if so, lefisha, where there's, um, unless it's only for a very short amount of time, there's no concern. If you took out the strings, even though the holes are left in the beged, it would be okay even to sell it to a guy. The only problem of selling it to a guy or any of these problems is only already fully made talus. But if the strings are out, it's just a garment with, with the holes out the strings, it would be, it would be okay. But the Biyalacha just points out over here in the second Biyalacha, Shemi Yislave, he writes, I am a Mishabura, the I am a Bira Grosha Kosav, the Lahochi Osra, Filu, Lamashkin, Eitzel Hanochri. For this reason, it's usher as well to give it as a mashkon to a guy. Because of this reason that the guy might murder the yid, so it's usher even to give it as a mashkon. Because according to the reason that he might use it to give it to a zona, that would be mutter. Because if he only gave it to a mashkon, Since the talus is not his, he has to give it back to you, he can't give it to a zona. And therefore, as a mashkon, it would only be a problem... Of, of the murder, but mitzad the zona it wouldn't be a problem because he can't give it to the zona; he has to give it back to you. Lefiza, according to this, lefima shakas of a chay adam. That which the mishabura brings down lefiza chay adam. Diladidan hashalu chashin on the time the shemi yislave that there is no concern of shemi yislave. Nowadays we said there's no concern of the murder, right? So memela mutel mashkein. So nowadays, where there's no concern of the murder, there's only concern of the zona. And by the zona, we said there's no concern of giving it for a temporary time because. It has to be given back to you. He can't give it to the zona. Then it would be mutter to be mamashkin it to a guy nowadays. 
Then he just points out that I am benemuke Yosef, but Lachos Katanos to mashab the hefech. He's mashab the other way. V'tzarich Ian Godal Asfaris and Mukay Yosef mashab Kosov. Lefize v'ulai kavanasa dulanachris also linser lahavkid mitamze. He says maybe what he means is that it's also to give as a mashkon to the non-Jewish woman. And though to give it to a man as a mashkon, we're not worried about the zona problem because he can't give it to the zona, he has to give it back to you. But to give it to a non-Jewish woman, even for a temporary amount of time, maybe that's where he means it's going to be a problem because there she could start rumors even just having it for a, a little bit of time. Okay, we'll stop here and Mr. Shem will start the next segment tomorrow. You have been listening to a shear from shasilluminated.org. For other shearim on many topics or to hear an eon shear on any dafin shas, including Myron McClaimus on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org.